I'm Caroline. I'm Jason. Welcome to one more episode. In episode nine, we dissect the family business. A recap of episode eight, Unfair Game, Dexter has been kidnapped. Dexter's running through the woods. Angela goes to the place where Dexter beat up the drug dealer. Kurt takes Harrison to school. Dex tries to get big man off his tracks. Kurt wants to practice baseball. Dexter finds the summer camp. Big man finds the summer camp. Dexter spills his guts. Harrison hugs his dad. Hello. Hello. Welcome to one more episode, everyone. Welcome to one more episode. Happy New Year. Episode nine, the family business. Yes, Happy New Year. So after last week's episode, Laura suggested Yellow Jackets. Yes, did you start it? I finished it already. Oh, really? Yes. That must be good. Yeah. It's really good. I think if you grew up in the 90s or if you were a teenager in the 90s, you'll really like it. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of 90s music in it. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, So you kind of sing along as the music plays. Um, And it's one of those shows where there are two time periods, the present day, and then you're looking back at what happened in 1996, Mm -hmm. which I feel like was a really good year in the 90s. Yeah, it was, right? Yeah, we were definitely having a good time in 1996. Right. Drinking some Andre. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. Um, so I would highly recommend that one. Um, and I'm not sure how many episodes are in this season. I know Laura said that it's been renewed for another season. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm still, we're still not at the end of the season. I think there have been eight episodes, so I'm all caught up at this point. Yeah, it's on our list. We have so many things on our list right now. Um, But yeah, I definitely want to pick up that one. And did we talk about this already? Did you watch Don't Look Up? I have not watched Don't Look Up, but I've heard from a few people that I need to watch it. Yeah, we watched it over um, New Year's and um, it was really good. I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna check that one out too. It's on my list. I just haven't gotten around to it since I binged Yellow Jackets on, essentially on New Year's Eve. I missed out on <laughs> everything on New Year's Eve and binged Yellow Jackets. All the football games. All the football games, all the New Year's Eve like festivities. <laughs> Didn't see the ball drop was watching Yellow Jackets. Oh no, you didn't see the ball drop. And I had no desire to see the ball drop. I was just like, I've got to see what happens on Yellow Jackets. Well, we watched the ball drop, but as soon as that happened, everyone was like, okay, let's go to bed. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say about Don't Look Up too. I've had a couple people tell me that um, Jennifer uh, Lawrence's character reminds them of me and my reactions to things and when I saw it I laughed I was like oh my god that is me (laughs) (laughs) okay well I'll be thinking about that when I watch it now yeah I will say as we start to talk about episode nine 
this was an intense episode with what I would say, I would say a shocker near the end, something I wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't wait to talk about it. I feel I have a lot of questions about it. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. And I cannot believe after watching this episode that we only have one more episode left. Right. And again, it's supposedly supposed to blow up the internet. So I have a theory. I don't know if it's right. I do too. And (laughs) I'm interested to see what you think about my theory at the end. Um, Okay. I'm not really sure. It's like one of those things you just, I don't know why I'm even thinking about it this way, but it's just kind of a hunch I have, but I mean, it could be totally off base. Mm -hmm. Um, It just seems like there's more, we need more episodes to finish the story. Right. So I'm just kind of this finale. I'm, we'll talk about it later, but yeah, I'm, I'm a little confused about Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. I hear you. So let's get started. So episode nine starts out with the clown house and Dexter talking about how the justice system is not an option for how to deal with criminals. And he doesn't follow society's rules. He explains the dark passenger to Harrison and Harrison wants to know why, wants to know more. But it just cracked me up that the, <laughs> he was using the clown to tell Harrison about it. What was his name? Wiggles. Wiggles. Yes. Yeah. I had a couple questions for you here. My first question is, was Wiggles a part of the original story, the Dexter series? Was he, do you remember this uh, storyline at all? I don't remember this storyline, but seeing as he killed hundreds of of people, He confessed to like, we probably just don't know everyone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'd also say, I mean, is there anything creepier than these three things? A fun house, (laughs) a clown and a kid's birthday party. I mean, let's like be real. Those three things together are like the creepiest uh, thing you can get. Like awful John Wayne Gacy type stuff. Right. Now, when this, when he started talking about this, um, at first I was like, okay, is he, who, is he telling Harrison this or what's happening? Because the scene just opens up with him right. narrating. And, um, then you, <laughs> you know, you see him in his old kill suit. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Ooh, and he has a short sleeve shirt on when he first starts talking. So I'm like, okay, this is Dexter back in Miami, right? you know, talking about wiggles. So you're probably doing what I did at first. You're like, Oh my God, he found a killer clown in Iron Lake. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, it took me until I saw his outfit and then I'm like, okay. But I still was like, is he just telling us the audience, like remembering? And then they showed him with Harrison, you know, explaining this to Harrison. Mm -hmm. Something that he says here is you mentioned he's explaining the dark passenger to Harrison and he asked why. Then he says, it's because we both saw our mothers murdered. One thing I would like to mention here that, you know, it is a big question mark to me. As we know, not everyone that sees their mother murdered turns out to be a serial killer. killer. Right. (laughs) 
So just for the record, for anyone out there, this is not only what has to happen to become a serial killer. So that part kind of bothered me in a way because, hey, by the way, it's not just that you all were born in blood, as you like to say. There are some other things happening that push you to do that. Like the FBI has a profile. Well, you know, that guy saw his mother murdered, so he's going to be a serial killer. <laughs> right, right. As we know, there are some other characteristics and right. uh, some, it seems like some life events that happen or family dynamics with those, you know, and probably some biological tendencies as well, you know, mm. but it's just, yeah, that was... That was kind of interesting to me, that comment. Um, and so, yeah, I, that just sparked something whenever they said that. Well, and, you know, he's also talking about the code and explains why Harry gave him the code and he used it for good. And then we get, you know, uh, yeah, I won't give away the end of the episode, but I'm, I'm thinking about all the people that Dexter has killed and he hasn't always, you, I mean, he's killed people not in light of being good. It's to cover up tracks a lot of times. So, yeah. You're right. I mean, he's, I guess you, said, you could say for the most part, he has lived by that code. But as we know, he has had to stray away from the code to protect himself maybe he should take a class on ethics (laughs) (laughs) when he talks about the code with harrison he also says that you have to have 100 proof of a crime Mm -hmm. and that will come back uh later on in the episode right I will say just talking about Wiggles a little bit more when he was in the mirror looking at himself and like putting on his, his makeup, it did kind of remind me of silence of the lambs. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Buffalo bill, like looking in the mirror, like I just had like, I do me. Would you do me? (laughs) (laughs) I had just like, just a little like flash to just silence of the lambs whenever that happened. (laughs) One thing, well, a couple of other things about this scene. I just felt like there was so much going on in this first scene. Um, when he's talking about Wiggles, what he tells Harrison is he stops right before he gets to the part about killing Wiggles. Mm-hmm. So he just says that he confronted Wiggles and that after confronting him, then that was enough to make Wiggles stop. Right. Well, Deb's there on his shoulder too. Like, hey, Deb. Saying, yeah. <laughs> She's back. <laughs> right. Not to tell Harrison that he kills. Yeah. So, but I thought yes. it was funny too. Harrison was like, he's like, you're like Batman or something. And then Dexter's <laughs> like, I prefer Dark Defender. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I like that part too. Yeah, Deb comes in again, and she's there to stop him from telling everything. Mm -hmm. One thing that Dexter also does in this, um, he breaks the fourth wall. He winks at the audience. Oh, yeah. 
And then he also says something to the audience. And so I don't, I cannot recall if he ever did that before, not in this series, um, but like even in the original series, I'm not sure if he ever broke the fourth wall, but I did notice this at during the scene at the beginning. I think he may have in the last season. I don't know. I think that that was a weird season and there, there were a couple... I think he may have. I don't know. Were you surprised that he did not tell Harrison everything in this beginning scene? I wasn't. I think, you know, he's trying to be, I mean, even without Deb on his shoulder, I think he's trying to be as careful as possible, Um, you know, just easing Harrison into it maybe testing Harrison in a way. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I guess I wasn't surprised either since it is so early in the episode. Well, <clears throat> then Dexter has to go clean up Big Man. It's Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Clean Merry up a Christmas. Dead man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like kind of chipper about this too, you know? It's like right. Christmas. He's cleaning up the mess chopping him into pieces yeah which he's pretty excited about because the pieces are frozen and there's not much mess right (laughs) deb said something funny there too i can't remember what she said but she found humor in what he was doing um and kind of how it uh reflects his life yeah yeah she did i can't recall either exactly what she said there but Yes, she came into the scene again and said something. <laughs> she's in the scene, she's in this episode more, I think. She is. She's she's in this episode throughout the episode. Yeah. So then we switch from these beginning scenes to Angela. Oh yeah. She's on it. She's still searching mm-hmm. uh, and looking at information about the Bay Harbor butcher. She's still using her Google machine and not her work. She (laughs) is. She is. She's at home, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. It is Christmas though. So it is. But yeah, so she's, she's still searching and we see that she compares the neck of one of the Bay Harbor butcher victims to a picture of the neck of Jasper and sees that this Bay Harbor butcher victim has a place on his neck from a needle Mm -hmm. just like Jasper did so we see her starting again to put together the pieces of the puzzle yeah so from there we move into a scene with Dexter and Harrison Um, it is Christmas so they're exchanging Christmas gifts oh it's so sweet they're opening presents from each other They are, they seem like they've bonded a little bit more. Oh yeah. And right in this episode, the relationship is better. Mm-hmm. And we see that Dexter gets Harrison a rifle. Mm-hmm. And they go outside to shoot the rifle. And Harrison is a really good shot for someone who hasn't shot a rifle before. Yeah, but look at what he had on top of that gun. I mean, anybody would be a good shot. With a... Yeah. Really? <laughs> I'm not sure about that. 
thinking of myself here. Um, yeah, I mean, he, yeah, it's true. He was a really good shot. Another thing that Paul pointed out to me is their truck was parked right beside the bottles he was shooting, which Paul said is a huge no-no. Oh yeah, I thought that too. (laughs) I was like, you could shoot the gas tank and blow everybody up. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Whoever did that moved the truck out of the scene. Yeah. Um, But whenever he was shooting the bottles here, I thought, oh, is this foreshadowing? what may happen at some point in the episode um, or even later on to show us that Harrison is a good shot. Mm. So that, that was my thought there whenever I saw this, what do you think about that? Um, yeah, the gun may come into play. Oh, and that could be like really ugly. Yeah. Something to think about. Mm-hmm. So Dexter also in this scene tells Harrison that Kurt is a serial killer. Mm -hmm. And so he starts asking him, why haven't you told Angela yet? And he says, because I don't have any proof, but I have a plan. Mm -hmm. Well, then they get on their ugly sweaters and they travel on to Angela's and she's being all weird at the house yeah she's definitely icy toward Dexter yeah and Dexter yes Jim (laughs) Dexter Jim still acts like they're dating right what what is like what is going on (laughs) right Dexter FYI she broke up with you yeah yes you helped her with the last case and looked at Iris's body but I mean, I'm a little confused. Right. And then who shows up at the door? Kurt. Yes. And you know, this wasn't a huge surprise for us because we saw this in the preview. That's true. But yes, Kurt shows up at the front door. But it was so awkward. It was. I did enjoy that conversation between Kurt and Dexter, these two killers talking to each other. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I always love that. And then Kurt says to him, I'm just jealous that Jimbo gets to spend the holidays with his son. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then Harrison and Dexter have to leave in like a huge hurry because they want to be on Kurt's tail. And Audrey kind of catches on here. She's like, this is weird, right? Right. <laughs> and Angel's like, oh, no, no. They just want to spend time together since Harrison. They're just bonding. Yeah. Yeah. Harrison's <laughs> back. Um, so they have a conversation that relates back to what Dexter said earlier on in the episode that they have to find proof of Kurt's crimes. And they think that it's probably, I think Dexter says, he thinks it's on his property. Yeah. And then Angela, there's a scene where she goes to the veterinarian's house and she wants to know who ordered ketamine, right? In town. And she finds out that Jim did order some. Another piece of the puzzle. Right. She's all sleuthy. She is. She is (laughs) just putting each piece together. Yeah. From there, we 
go back to Harrison and Dexter mm -hmm. and we see that they are using the drone that Kurt bought Harrison. Yeah. Right. To look over Kurt's property. In this scene, Harrison confesses what he did to Ethan. Yep. And he asks Dexter, how did you know? Yeah. But he also is questioning Dexter's methods for justice. He has a lot of questions, I think. And then he admits that he wanted to kill Trinity with his own razor. So that's why he carries around the straight razor. Now we know. During this scene, I thought that Dexter may confess here um, that he was a killer. There, there's Deb sitting there waiting on that, you know, and um, then, you know, everything kind of halts because they discover on the drone where Kurt disappeared. And Dexter explains to Harrison first rule of the code because he wants to go immediately down there. Harrison does. And Dexter says first rule of the code is don't get caught. Wait until dark. Mm hmm. Yes. Yeah. So I think Laura had mentioned in our last episode that she thought Kurt had a hidey hole that he went into when he ran yeah. off. Mm -hmm. And so from there, it looks like she was right that yep. there is a place on Kurt's property that is hidden and mm -hmm. they spotted it. And so I think from this scene, we can assume that they're going to go straight to his property and search this hiding place. Mm -hmm. And then we go to Angela listening to Molly's podcast. Um, someone listening to it again about the Bay Harbor butcher. Um, and then it goes back to Kurt again, cleaning his gun to run away. We don't know where he's at. And then Deb and Dexter get into it over teaching Harrison his way. When we see Angela, she's listening to Molly's podcast and Dexter and Harrison, Dexter tells her we're not coming because we're going on a night a hike. hike. Yeah. Right. And as she's listening to, and so she's pretty much like, okay, great. Yeah. Like have fun. <laughs> you know, um, because I don't think she, you know, as she's putting these pieces together, I don't really think she's interested in hanging out with Dexter, you know, right. and like mm -hmm. being around him, given what she's finding out. Right. And in the podcast, when she listens to it, um, there's a part they're playing about, do you think that they got the wrong guy? And something else that was kind of interesting to me is, um, when, when they're talking about Molly and the podcast, um, Audrey says, you know, she's really brave because if the real guy is out there, like essentially he could come after her with this podcast, suggesting that like the killer is still out there, which mm -hmm. I thought, oh yeah, you know, that is true. Because when I think about, I would love to do a true crime podcast, but then the reality right. of doing a murder <laughs> podcast and like the person still being out there and not caught <laughs> is a little scary, right? Yeah. That they could like come after you. Mm -hmm. 
Well, and then as she's listening to, um, I actually got spooked by that because I was like, who the hell is in the house? And then Audrey like scares the hell out of her. Right. I was like, I was like, oh my God, she's getting napped too. Right. Um, but then the whole time I'm thinking, well, where the hell was Molly in this episode? You know? I actually there. Um, so Angela right in the scene calls Molly and she doesn't answer. But yeah. I actually, I don't know why, but I never even thought about where is Molly? Really? I, I really didn't. Um, I just thought all oh, she, you know, she didn't answer the phone. Right. Like yeah. it just didn't strike me that there was anything weird about that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, in the next scene, I think you mentioned that you saw um, we, we actually see Kurt and Dexter. It was kind of cool. They were both getting their kill sets together. Mm-hmm. Dexter was getting his knives out and Kurt had his rifle and he was like, <laughs> did you notice there were two bullets? At that point, I thought, okay, he's got one bullet for Dexter and one bullet for Harrison. Yeah. From that scene, we see that Kurt decides to go to Dexter's cabin. Mm -hmm. And I mean, this kind of was a surprise to me. Not a huge shocker, but as he's spraying down Dexter's cabin, it took a minute for me to understand what he was going to do. And he just decides to set it on fire. Okay, here's the thing that I want to ask. Like, you're driving a big gas truck around this town that not very many people live. Like, isn't somebody going to see you turn down Dexter's holler or whatever? Like, I don't know. I was just like, come on. Like, I don't know. Well, and, and the thing is, they can tell when someone purposely burns something down, if it's arson. Right. They can see how it started, what happened. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, I was like, oh, he's burning down their cabin. (laughs) And then essentially waiting for them to come out, like on the other building to shoot them as they run out of the cabin. Well, if you're a good serial killer, wouldn't you verify that your victims are going to be home too? I don't know. (laughs) Exactly. Well, they took that gator though. so the truck was at home so he assumed yeah maybe it was so he assumed they were there yeah i'd have to go back and and look at that again Mm -hmm. but that's what i'm thinking but as we as we know dexter and harrison are on their way to his property in the gator right well they get there too and you know they they find out well he uh harrison sees where the air hole is or whatever mm-hmm. and then dexter finds the lock and he's picking the lock and harrison's like can you teach me how to do that and then i'm in my head i'm thinking like didn't he pick a lock at the camp well he like, <laughs> i thought that too but he he like busted the lock open but you're right in the fact that he was able to get into that door and get that lock off pretty quickly right so I thought of that as well, whenever that happened. Yeah. So they open the door and, ooh, that's okay. This place, it's pretty scary and creepy. Mm-hmm. It looks like yeah. you just go straight down a ladder into this underground bunker type room made of rock. Mm-hmm. And 
we see there that there is a camera and a tripwire. Right. And Dexter and Harrison see that too. And that's when Dexter says, yep, you know, it's time for Kurt to know that his secrets are out. Mm -hmm. As Harrison's going down the ladder though, and he looks into that camera, I thought that was really spooky. Like, I don't know his fate, the way his face looked, it was really mm-hmm. kind of like, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I also thought something may happen here because Dexter asks or tells Harrison to watch, like to stay and watch outside of it while he was going to go down. And Harrison decides to go down too. And so I kind of wondered if that was a mistake that was made and like that was going to lead to something bad Mm -hmm. happening with Dexter and Harrison. Yeah. So they go down to the bunker and we finally see the room, the table. Oh, right. Where the girls are processed. Right. Where they're prepared. Um, And what was also kind of cool here. Well, I'll talk about it in a minute. Actually, I want to wait. So yeah, because the lights are just on in that one area. So, you know, we see that, uh, what that room is and what he's been doing. And then they turn the lights, you know, it's like really dark, like for a few seconds. And then they turn the lights on. And then we see what is like super creepy, super serial killer like. Right. Well, let's go back to the lights for a minute because I feel like it's um, lead certified, like it's energy efficient because it's like <laughs> when you walk, the lights come on. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> Always thinking about the energy, trying right. to be efficient. Yeah, yeah. it is kind of like, like motion detection uh-huh. kind of as you walk in. Um, yes. And so, yeah. They, they don't come on until they hit the room. And then you see what looks like it. It looks like from a distance, like stand up coffins. Yeah. Is what it looks like. And then though, like halfway up is glass mm-hmm. and you, and they're lighted on the inside. And you start to see that these are women in these boxes. Mm-hmm. It's almost like what a fortune teller would be in kind of looks like that. Yes. And they have makeup on and white dresses. Where do you find equipment like that? I'm wondering. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Did he take a coffin and like cut the top out and put glass in the top? What? I don't know. I mean, he had a lot of trucker connections. So maybe. Yeah. Yeah, so the camera is just, you know, the shots in the scene are just like going down the rows, you know, and you're just seeing all of these women. It keeps going and going. I mean, it looks like this bunker is huge. Right. With all these, you know, women lined up on the walls. And then this this was the shocker of the episode to me because I did not see this coming. And if you notice the way they shot this, it was Harrison standing there. And so the camera showed you Harrison's back and you could tell that it stopped Harrison in his tracks, what he saw. Right. And then he moves to the side and the camera is right there to show you who is in the casket trophy box. Molly. Molly Park. Right. 
What? Instead of you endanger Molly, you dead Molly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, yeah, that was a surprise for me. And then what I was thinking of, do you remember in the last episode when Lauren mentioned whenever Elric and Kurt had that phone call and they showed Kurt like with knives and she said it looked like he was slicing and dicing and he had his apron on. Yes. And we were like, oh, what's he doing? What's he up to? Well, I kind of think now we know what he was up to. Exactly. Yep. Oh, that just kind of like, oh, you know, I was. I was really shocked there. I mean, what did you, it sounds like you kind of caught on earlier. Yeah. Like, where is Molly? What, what did Mm -hmm. you think when you saw that? I was like, now we know where Molly is. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, they did a really good job. I thought, because it was like, it looked like Molly, but you know, she, she was dead. So it didn't look exactly like Molly, you know, it was just really well done really mm-hmm. well done with the camera and how they did that. So after Harrison and Dexter, like are looking at all these bodies and uh, you know, just, just basically realizing Harrison of who Kurt is Harrison asked Dexter, you killed Wiggles, didn't you? Yeah. And okay. So Deb comes into the scene here. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, is Dexter going to confess or is he not going to confess? Right. What did you think here? I thought I was paying more attention to Deb because she was freaking out. Um, yeah. I mean, that was an intense moment of is he is he going to say that he did? Yeah. Yeah. And he does. Yep. He confesses it and he also confesses that he killed Trinity. Yeah. So Harrison there says Kurt needs to die too. Yeah. And then we go into the scene where Angela is digging more about Molly and she discovers that she checked out of the hotel, but she makes, um, the guy at the hotel opened the safe and her camera and everything is there, all of her podcast equipment. And then she's like, mm, something's up. She would not leave this. So, yeah. Yeah. So she, know, she has a, a really big suspicion there that, yeah, like something's happened to Molly. Mm-hmm. Now from here, I, I will say this was, this was also a surprise to me. Um, Harrison and Dexter go to Kurt's cabin and we see that Kurt is at his cabin and he's packing all of his things into a bag to flee. Mm-hmm. And so we see Harrison there and he waves hi to Kurt. And then here comes Dexter with the needle and puts it in Kurt's neck. Yeah. He does that gunshot thing though. Harrison does. He does. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> he does. This seemed really easy to me Mm -hmm. for Harrison and Dexter. Yeah. So I was a little surprised at how this went down. I thought that there would be more of a standoff and fight between Kurt and Dexter. 
Yeah. Well, I think in the fact, though, that Kurt's flipping out because he didn't get to kill them at the cabin, he's committed arson. Um, I think that he he was just trying to get out of Dodge. Yeah, it could be. I guess I was just I'd predicted there would be this showdown between Kurt and Dexter. And I guess this just seemed a little too easy yeah Yeah, it was fast and it just seemed easy Mm -hmm. right to take down this serial killer who has killed hundreds of women right in iron lake and never got caught yeah never got caught for 25 years at Mm -hmm. least so we then see that they have taken kurt down to his own kill preparation room right and that Dexter is going through his ritual. And Dexter confesses that he's killed hundreds of people to Harrison when he right. asked him, how many people have you killed? And Harrison said, oh, well, that means you've saved thousands of people. Mm-hmm. Well, he's also prepping Harrison too. Like, you know, for the first kill, he was like, it can be intense if you want to leave or get some air (laughs) right right Right. feel free right it's really you know hard for the first for the Mm -hmm. first kill um so he wakes kurt up kurt does give an explanation for why he killed these women that he was trying to protect them from the big bad world out there and this yeah Keep them safe forever. Right. Going back to that first girl. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, the first kill that we saw was Iris and how she wanted to, you know, escape the truck. And, you know, he said, no, I've got it. You know, I'm going to keep you safe and take you back home. And Mm -hmm. she was like, no, you know, I want to get out of here. And then he shot her with the rifle. Well, I think, you know, as Kurt is saying this, I'm wondering how Harrison is processing because he's young. Um, you know, he doesn't have a full frontal lobe formed yet. Um, how is he interpreting this? And maybe he's thinking to himself, well, maybe Kurt did have a code. You know what I mean? And then Dexter is like, no, you did this because you love the power. And he's basically trying to shut Kurt up and saying that, oh, yeah, your son you know, you know, you blamed your father for everything. And so did your son when I had him on the slab. Um, so, um, yeah, I just wonder how Harrison's thinking at this point. I want to talk about that a little bit more in a minute, because I have some thoughts on that. Um, We do see there, as you just mentioned, talking about when he said that you had my son on the table, when Kurt says that to Dexter. Mm -hmm. And so then that's a big reveal to Harrison because he didn't know, like Kurt says something to him like, oh, you didn't know, like your dad killed my son. So Mm -hmm. the only reason I wanted to kill you was for revenge. Like, sorry, kid. Yeah. A son for a son. And I was like, mm-hmm. ooh, like, I wonder how Harrison is interpreting that. And I thought, and you know, Dexter makes it a point to say, well, he killed five people. 
Like yeah. I did you like I did follow a code because Matt killed these people that like he was responsible for their deaths. Mm-hmm. So, but when he first said, you know, when he said that, I thought, oh, I wonder how Harrison is interpreting that information. So do you want to hear my theory at this point? Sure. Well, I think because of Harrison or us not knowing how he's processing this, I'm thinking that he could be thinking that maybe Dexter's bullshitting me a little bit, you know, like saving people and his code or whatever. I think that Harrison is going to kill Dexter using his code saying that, okay, it, it's, it's time for you to go. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's talk about that. <laughs> let's talk. We have, we'll have time. Let's, we're we're going to revisit that. Like yeah, when we, when we get towards the end of this episode or after we talk about the next episode, okay. cause yeah, I've, I've got, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We have a lot to talk about. Um, <laughs> Um, and, but kind of going off of that here, it looks like, so Dexter stabs Kurt, um, as usual, right? Like right Right. in the heart, he, he goes ahead and he stabs him in the heart and Harrison watches Mm -hmm. and then he watches him start to cut him up into pieces. Right. And when he starts to see the blood drain from his body into the drain in the floor or pan in the floor Mm -hmm. is when to me this is also where I was trying to figure out what was going on with Harrison because it seems like he's in shock he starts to have a flashback of when his mom was killed and seeing the blood overflow out of the bathtub yeah and so you talked about this a little bit too. We, you know, soon after he says, you know, I've got to, I've got to head out for some air, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and so he takes off and he goes outside into the cold and, you know, I'm not really sure when I saw this scene, what he's thinking here. And so just like you, it is a blood moon in the sky too. There is a blood moon in the sky and they make it a point to show that. Um, in the scene. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But just like you said, at the time, I thought maybe his realization is this isn't okay. What Dexter right. is doing, and this is not who I want to be. Right. That was my initial reaction whenever I saw this. And it goes back to us, not every serial killer seeing their mother die <laughs> is going to make them a serial killer. So, yeah. Right. So after they finish or Dexter finishes, um, after that scene, I was like, okay, so what's, you know, what's going to happen next since Harrison is, it seems like really questioning and dealing with what has just happened. And we see Mm -hmm. them and they have taken Kurt's body in trash bags to the incinerator. Right. Why is Dexter always at the incinerator by the I know. bar? And <laughs> yeah, this town is just so small that you can just head out to the incinerator and wherever this is it's and okay. just throw something in and no yeah. one ever questions like what you're throwing <laughs> in the incinerator. Like, 
Does right. anyone ever look in the incinerator? Um, <laughs> Kurt did. He, he did. He did. Yeah. Um, something that Dexter says here, and this was a, this was kind of like a light bulb moment to me when I started to think about things. I don't know a little differently. When they're throwing Kurt's body into the incinerator, Dexter says people will think that Kurt fled. People run away from their lives all the time. I thought to myself, and Harrison kind of looks at him and I don't know, just kind of like gives a, a, a little grin there. And I thought, okay, wait, did Harrison run away from his life? Like, what did he do before right. he got to Dexter? Mm-hmm. So that question mark just kind of popped in my mind whenever I watched this. And so the other question mark I had, which I want us, you know, as we come to the end of the episode, talk about a little bit more is I'm thinking, okay, is, is Harrison like Dexter or is he like Kurt? Like, that's the big question mark that came to my mind after Mm, watching this incinerator scene. So as we finish up the episode, Dexter and Harrison go home to find that their cabin has burned to the ground. Yep. And Angela's there. She is. And she has like 20 questions for Dexter. <laughs> um, right. Which basically leads uh, to Audrey saying, hey, they, you know, can they stay with us, mom? Because they don't have anywhere else to stay. And so they right. head over to Angela and Audrey's to stay with them. And, you know, Dexter and Harrison seem okay. They're ready for breakfast. Right. Ready for breakfast again, always. (laughs) And then Angela finds the note in the mailbox, right? It's in the mailbox. It is. That Jim killed Matt with the screw in the envelope. Yes. I think it says Jim Lindsay killed Matt Caldwell. Yep. So there's that little piece of evidence Mm -hmm. at the end of the episode. And that's where it ends. Yep. So a lot going on in this episode, a pretty intense episode, but not, I mean, other than for me, the shocker of seeing Molly there that she's now dead and just, I would say some surprises of how quickly things happened with Kurt Mm -hmm. and how Kurt is now gone. Yeah. I thought there'd be a showdown in the finale. Things happened a lot sooner than I thought. So what are your predictions for the finale? Um, well, I mean, seeing in the preview, there is a picture of Dexter. It looks like he's getting a mugshot. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if Angela is going to make an arrest. Um, maybe for the disappearance of Molly, maybe for the note with the screw. There's a lot of different directions that could go with for Angela. Um, and again, um, I'm thinking that if Dexter gets out of jail, that um, Harrison is going to make a move. Either with the gun or otherwise. And so you think that Harrison is going to kill Dexter 
because because he's he's he doesn't like what his dad's doing so he will use the code dexter's code to take him out but then again like what you said it makes me wonder what harrison has run away from did he kill hannah um did he try to stop what he was doing and like you said is he is he on is he like a kurt or is he like a dexter if he's like a kurt the gun may come into play where he takes it to school and just takes everybody out. Yeah. See, I'm, you know, I'm like you, I think I'm leaning more towards, I guess what my theory is now that maybe Harrison is more like Kurt and not Dexter. And he ends up shooting Dexter because he doesn't appreciate this code and like vigilante justice. Um, we know he's a good shot with the rifle. And so going back to this imagery of the white deer and hunting a deer, I don't know. It just makes me think that maybe Dexter, and this could be a total like long shot, but it's like running through the woods and like Harrison shoots him, you know, like the white deer because at least Dexter's killing was connected to justice for others. And he killed criminals essentially that had gotten away with murder. And so I'm wondering if Harrison is just more of a psychopath than right. we've thought. And that like, he has, he, that he's actually like pulled one over on everyone in this series, including Ooh. Dexter. And then Dexter could kill Harrison at the end. Yeah, but I don't think that's good. I don't think Dexter no. can kill his own son. No, okay. No, I think he's been, you know, he's been spending his time in the series trying to protect him. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, you know, well, it's always a possibility. I mean, this could be like a major like surprise mm -hmm. and shocker. I know that you've read or someone has read some things about it. Yeah, it was you, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's that's kind of what I'm thinking, but then I could also see it go completely the other the other direction, like like you mentioned. Mm -hmm. So I think it's like either way, it's gonna go. Yeah, something's gonna happen, something big. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that Laura mentioned an old character is gonna come back in the finale. And so I'm wondering, could that be who takes Dexter down? Mm -hmm. Maybe Hannah's not dead. Yeah, that's that's the other mm -hmm. possibility. And she's maybe she's chasing Harrison to I mean, that could be the big blow up. She's not dead. She knows what Harrison has done. Right. And then and then we're like, oh, my God, you know. Right. So any other thoughts that you have about this episode? No, I, I just. I, I really want to see the next episode to see what happens, to see if they're going to renew this for another season or if it's going to be a um, spinoff. And, uh, you know, I was asking people at um, New Year's, I said, so what if there's a spinoff with Harrison years later and he's like the new Dexter? And everyone was like, I wouldn't want to watch that. So... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've asked a few people too, and um, they're not really interested in watching it either. 
Yeah. I'm just hoping that the writers give us what we want, which. That's what Michael C. Hall said, right? Yes. And I don't really know exactly what that is, but I do think it is some kind of closure with the Dexter story. Yeah. Is what I'm looking for. I think because so many people were disappointed with the finale, like when we watched it, we're like, what? Yeah. Like. Yeah, I really just want closure. And so I'm hoping that we get that in the finale episode. I hope it's a little bit longer. I feel like we need some more time to wrap everything up. Mm -hmm. I can't believe that we are coming to one more episode. Yeah. (laughs) Can you believe it? I mean, I I can't believe that we're now to the end of this series, 10 Mm -hmm. episodes in. We are planning to have our two guests back next week. Right. If they're available, Carl and Laura, to talk about the finale with us. So I'm really looking forward to that and their perspectives about the finale. Right. We would love to hear what your predictions are for the finale. For those of you who have been listening to us throughout our podcast, email us. Let us know what you're thinking. Like one more episode at gmail.com. Or if Michael C. Hall, (laughs) Jack, or um, Clancy Brown want to come on the last episode. I mean, there's still time, folks. So, right. Or even an episode after our finale episode to wrap things up. Yeah, that would be great. Right. So many questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I, what I did love about this episode nine was Michael C. Hall in this episode. And really, I just felt like Dexter was back in yeah. episode nine and just seeing the scene with, you know, the beginning scene with Wiggles, mm-hmm. um, and just hearing him talk about the code and really confess to Harrison who he is. That's what I really liked about this episode. Maybe that's what they meant with this episode is just to kind of bring us back to who Dexter is, what what he was, what he did, and then then shock and awe in this last, yeah. Right, and hopefully closure to mm-hmm. the Dexter saga. Um, right. Because I'm sure that, you know, I would think that Michael C. Hall also wants some closure to this character as well to be able to say, You know, if this is the end, goodbye to Dexter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, super excited. Uh, I think I'll probably watch this episode when it drops at 12 (laughs) (laughs) a.m. on Sunday. Like, I think I'll I'll just stay up and watch this one because I don't think I'm going to be able to wait. Yeah, I'm with you. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us today for our podcast. With one more episode, we will be back next week to talk about the finale of Dexter New Blood. And we can't wait. We hope you all can't wait either. We can't wait. Um, Yeah, super excited. All right. Well, we'll see you all next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.
This has been a Caroline Home Production.